How can we grow thriving, creative businesses without constantly hustling, sacrificing our mind, body, and creativity, or living a life where the fear of where the next client or customer will come from keeps us up at night or disconnected from our family, friends, and passions? This show is going to answer those questions. My name is Naftala Roberts, and I specialize in helping true creatives like yourself grow simple, strategic, and thriving creative businesses. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let's jump on in. Hello, hello. Today, we're going to talk about coping, and we're going to talk about just some of the ways that I have been practicing intentional coping during what I would deem a fairly stressful time. It's stressful because we're in the whatever we call this, the hard time, the difficult time, the great American lockdown, the worldwide lockdown, whatever we want to call this. But we're in the middle of that. And we as a society are all having to find ways to cope because it's never been something we've gone through before. So I've been talking to a bunch of friends lately and we've been just sharing ideas about what has been really helping us not feel stressed and anxious every day. And what are those things that we see that maybe other people could add into their lives? Now, this list of 10 is not a comprehensive list. It is actually just the things that as I sat down the other day and thought about, okay, what is making this time okay? And what is making this time dealable? That might not be a word. Forgive me for my lack of English skills this moment. But what are those things? And the reason I shared this is not to be like, oh, Naftali's so awesome and she does all this coping. No. It's because if you're feeling stuck not knowing how to cope right now or in any other season of stress, my hope and my wish and my desire and my longing is that this list can help just stir some ideas. Because when our brain feels stressed, it is really really hard to come up with ideas. Maybe if we weren't stressed, all of these things would be like, oh yeah, of course I could do this when I'm stressed. But how our brain works, when it gets stressed, it goes to a reactive place. And for so many of us, when we are reactive, we can't think of things we might normally think of. So when you are feeling stuck and when you're like, I don't know how to cope. I don't know how to manage. I don't know how to fill myself. What I want you to do is I want you to go through this list and I want you to go, oh yeah, I tried that and that works or, oh, I've never done that or, oh, I forgot that that works and just use it as a brain kickstart list. It's just a way to be like, okay, I'm going to push myself off this wall that I've been stuck against and beating my head against. And I'm just going to turn around and like, you know, when you're swimming and you push off the wall and you get a lot of momentum, what I know is that lists like this can be a push off place. So if you are feeling stressed today, if you have been feeling stressed, if you feel stressed tomorrow, 
take this list and use it as a way to push off the wall and just start swimming. Slow and steady, my friends. Slow and steady. So these are the 10 things, and I there are definitely more in my life, but I cut myself down to 10 because we don't have time for all my coping mechanisms. Okay, number one, routines. Now, for any of you that have been around here for a super long time or maybe even just a few episodes, something you might or might not know about me is that I am not naturally the type of lady that loves rigid routines. I like knowing the end outcome that I'm going to get there to a place, but I like taking different routes. And so for me, routines have been something I have struggled with in my life, mostly because of how I have thought about routines. For a very, 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 very long time, I thought that routines had to be done the same way every day at the same time, and they had a lot of rules to them. And just based on my personality and the way that I see the world, I really fought routines. And I was like, say no to routines, say no to schedules, say no to putting things on a calendar. I don't believe that anymore because I know that that's not true. But what I have recognized during stressful times is that I have to have a slightly higher level of routine than I am comfortable with. And also in that space, I have to have the mindset that the routine is, it is a way to set the rhythm to our lives. It is a way to set a rhythm to how I do business and how I interact with my kids and how we get things done, but it is not a rigid set of rules. So For me, coping has really been setting out routines, very simple ones, but routines that are set up in a way that when life happens, because it feels like, I don't know if the rest of you feel like this, but right now during this stressful time, I feel like hashtag life happens a lot more. And I don't know if it's just because our routines and our rituals have all been turned upside down and then turned upside down again, or if there is something else going on. But I keep talking to people that say like, yeah, I feel like I'll get something going and then something else changes. And it feels like life happens a lot more than it maybe used to. So for me, routines that flex with needs, flex with my kids some days just wake up and they feel off. They, maybe they have big feelings. Maybe my husband and I wake up and we have big feelings. And so I've had to think about routines as anchoring points in our day that have a lot of flexibility. Um, if you imagine a boat being tied to a dock, you think about it, it is tied there or it is anchored in a place, but that anchor has a lot of flexibility. The boat can still move. It is not anchored to one location that it can't move in any way, because if that happened, things would break. The boat would fall apart, but the ability to move in our routines is 
so important. So that has been keeping me sane during this time. Secondly, easy meals. This is not the time to try super fancy or ambitious new meals here in our family. I'm doing a lot of just really simple, unsatisfying meals. I don't have the emotional energy to fight my children, and they're pretty adventurous eaters, but I don't have the emotional energy to try to have them try new and different things right now. So we're staying really consistent and really simple. We're doing a lot of our favorites because that's what our brains and our lives can deal with right now. And that is really helping me cope. Now, if you are someone that copes by trying new things and you don't get stressed out if people won't eat them because they don't want new things in this season, then lean into that, my friend. But for me, one of the ways that I am coping during this stressful time is that I am leaning into the simplicity of easy meals. That means a lot. We have Trader Joe's here, a lot of Trader Joe's inspired creations. A lot of my kids just go to favorite like spaghetti with meat sauce, um, put a little salad on the side, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Laughter. Laughter is something that I am learning to listen for and value. I've always loved laughter. But I think in a time where I just feel like the world is heavy right now, I actually make it a challenge to listen for laughter, whether it's my family's laughter, whether it's laughter in a session with a client. But at the end of the day, I've been asking myself, when did I hear laughter? When did that come into my life? So that I can be mindfully taking that in and practicing noticing that. Something else that's really keeping me coping and sane during this time is YouTube workouts. Who knew that there were so many amazing YouTube workouts? I am not a sponsor of any one particular workout. I have been really enjoying yoga with Adrian, and then their Pop Sugar has a lot of really fun free. These are all free. So reality television. Like I said, don't judge me. But in this season where just there's a lot going on, I was finding I was having difficulty watching narrative TV because for a lot of narrative TV, unless it's a comedy, those are great too. But I don't tend to like get drawn to comedy unless it's like a comedy special. So when my husband and I would want to sit down and watch something, drama, the the basis of that is that they take you on an emotional up and down. That's what makes a good drama. That's life right now. And I don't want that. So reality TV, it's nice because one, I know it's not reality because my husband works in Hollywood and we have seen the backside. So we know, but two, it's really interesting psychologically. So we, during this time, have watched both Love is Blind and now are watching the fourth season of Marriage at First Sight. And I think why this is helping me cope is it's helping me like just think about patterns that are outside of what's going on in my life and seeing dynamics. And yes, psychology nerd hair. I love that stuff. 
So that's helping me cope. And I had never seen any of those. So I'm having fun with it. Simple mindfulness. So what do I mean by this? I am just trying to be really intentional in like not getting real fancy with my mindfulness, not trying to learn tons of new meditations and try different things. I am just trying to every single day practice a type of meditation or mindfulness. So whether that's going on a walk and like noticing the trees and the colors and the shapes and just being very grounded into the moment, whether that's doing simple like body scans or mind scans, but just being real simple. Hope. I know you're like, well, if I'm barely coping, how do I have hope? This is where I just practice this way of being. So I tell myself every day, no matter what's going on, I know that I have a greater hope. So for me, that comes in terms of my spiritual beliefs and my relationship with God. But for you, you might find your hope in other spaces and places. But coping really can happen if we know what we are hoping in. Why do we believe that this stressful time is not going to continue forever? Why do we believe that we are going to be okay? So if you are having hard time coping during a stressful season, I'm going to really encourage you to find those things and think on them. Think on the hope that you are given. Where do you find that hope? I can't tell you where to find your hope. I know where I find mine. But for each of you, that's going to be different. So hope is a space that we can cope. And by the intentional thinking and leaning into our hope, we can cope better because we know we know that it will end, even if we don't have an end date yet. Spotify playlists. Okay. I have recognized during stressful seasons, I don't even have the mind space to think about what music I want to listen to, but music makes me feel better. So I have been just trying out different Spotify playlists because I don't have time to think, but I need my music in order to feel. So Spotify playlists have been really great because I can try one out if it connects with my mood state at that time and helps me connect to myself. Great. Helps me cope with life, feel those feelings, keep living, feeling inspired, whatever I need to do, calm my mind. They have those and they're awesome because you can type in like, I'm feeling this and they usually have a playlist for that. And when we are feeling stressed, it's just so nice to have things that limit our choices, right? Can I hear an amen? Yeah, it is. So that's something else been helping me during the stressful season. And maybe for you, just simplifying how you engage with your music might be something you want to do. Nine, knowing my priorities. So I do this thing every single day where I list out my priorities. Now, this is different than my goals. I try to do that several times a week as well. But this is saying to myself, Naftali, what is important to you right now? What is the things? What are the things that are important? So that when I am taking intentional action every day, I'm like, wow, I am having impact on my people. I'm having impact on the world. I'm connecting. That really grounds me into the moment. And so that is a way that we can cope during 
this time. And number 10, giving and receiving smiles. Now, this coping strategy has become a little harder because here in Los Angeles, currently right now, we have to wear masks outside. So I'm finding it a little harder to cope this way, but maybe you live somewhere that you can cope by collecting smiles. What is collecting smiles? Now, I heard from my beautiful, great old colleague, friend, Jen, who now works as a chaplain in New York City and have been loving watching her Instagram lately. I don't remember if it's private or not. If it's not private, I will make sure to put that in the show notes. So she has been talking a lot lately about this game that her and her dad used to play when she was growing up. And in this game, they would challenge each other how many smiles could they collect in a walk and it would just be they would smile at someone someone would smile back and they would count them so before we went to the maths all the time that's what I was doing and it was helping me cope because it was helping me remember that even though I feel disconnected we aren't disconnected so maybe you live somewhere that you can collect smiles or maybe you can collect smiles when you do viewing parties with friends or Zoom birthday parties or just jump on a FaceTime with a friend when you're feeling disconnected. So that's my list. What's yours? So I have a challenge for you guys. I want to see your top 10 or your top five or that because I want to have a way that we share with each other these ideas. Remember, go back to the beginning where I said when we are stressed, it's hard to come up with new ideas. So what is your top 10, top three, top five, write them down, take a picture, send it over to me on Instagram, Naftali V. Roberts, and then I'm going to share those so that we can start saving those to our phone, just on our favorites. And when we're feeling stuck, when we're feeling like we're starting to drown, we can go and we can have ideas because this is a way, my dear friends, that we can keep this simple because when our brains are struggling, it's important to have spaces that we can just lean into. So let's share our coping. So I want to see your list. I want to see how you're coping. I want to get those ideas because I'm always looking for new ways. And I want us to celebrate all the creative ways that we each come up with as we cope, even in this really stressful time. Have a great day, guys, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I really appreciate you for being a part of the movement that this show is built upon, which is liberating creatives and artists from their feast or famine cycle so that they become creatives who consistently make money doing what they love without the hustle, bustle, and burnout that has sadly become common for too many building creative businesses. You are amazing for going against the status quo and choosing to be a creative who is defined by thriving instead of how many things you have to do on your to-do list today. If you haven't joined the movement yet, simply review the podcast on Apple Podcasts and share your review on Instagram stories. By sharing and reviewing, you are helping way more creatives learn it is possible to make consistent money doing what you love without having to constantly hustle and struggle. Together, we can change the landscape of being a creative and build the world we want 
for generations of creatives to come. You are such a huge part of what we are doing here, and I'm so grateful for you. I will talk to you soon.